I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, my girl, rough girl, fashion with your tough girl, you can sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Will, will. Wow, that was well. a really strong episode. Mm-hmm. Because the episode, I mean, good God, it it's... 
on the one hand, so ugly and and over the top awful. And then it like boomerangs around to this really beautiful, tender, sweet yeah. place. And it's it's just kind of wild. Yeah. It makes you kind of forget. It. Well, let's just get into it. Yeah. Let's Matt. get into it. Episode eight, The Search for Something More, <laughs> aired originally on November 11th, 2003. And oh, wasn't this a doozy? Hoping to have fun, Brooke and Peyton attend a college party, but the situation gets bad when a guy named Gabe drugs Peyton and everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Word. That wasn't part of the write up, but it was just how I felt about the episode. Yeah, <laughs> guys. <laughs> torture. Ugh. Okay, so we started talking about this the second the episode ended. Um, and Soph was just in the midst of being like, oh, my God, what sweet, tender, lovely things. But then we remember, oh, there was Wait, this. it started. Heinous, yeah. heinous yeah. stuff at the beginning of the episode. Oh. So terrible. Yeah, I really wish we, there had been more. I wish we had kind of been able to take a whole episode or at least, you know, to work mm-hmm. out that storyline and and all the implications of that. Um, because it's just it, it felt a little glossed over. Well, yeah. I mean, if you have never been assaulted and you're writing an episode about assault, it is really easy to be like, hey, man, nothing happened. You're fine. Wake up the next day and put on your backpack and go to school. Right. Um, The reality of that, we all know, Mm -hmm. is baloney. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if this show was made today, they would be definitely like, reporting this because if he's going to yeah. roofie Peyton, he's going to roofie other people. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he had a pack. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like the first thing that or last did. time. No. Yeah. No. And then like pills. the, the realization, even if nothing happens, the realization that something could have gone really, really bad yeah. is yeah. enough to really, um, really affect you in a very negative way. It makes you so mm-hmm. distrustful. And so, mm-hmm. you know, even Peyton being affectionate with Lucas, I, I don't know that that's like a natural reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, for for me, I'm like, how about nobody touch me for like a good long time? Yeah. Um, there is something that's so deeply traumatic about the realization as a young woman that you move through the world and by more people than you thought are mm-hmm. looked at as prey rather yeah. than as a person. Mm-hmm. And and we really did just gloss over that. The the one thing that I do think they did well, essentially ignoring what happened, like the one sort of peek in that I thought was really interesting was in the time that, you know, Brooke and Lucas are waiting for Peyton to wake up. They they allowed for just a little smidge of room for the shame and the self-blame that women Mm -hmm. feel for stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. And to see Brooke blame herself felt important because so many women do that. But what also bothers me is that there was no, it's like they wanted to get just a little close to it. They didn't want to get into the reality, which is what would the shame be that Peyton carried? What would the fear be? What would the post-traumatic stress look like? They didn't want to deal with any of that. But I also think about how in 2003, this wasn't a conversation a lot of people were having. Oh, my God. At all. No. no way. So it's like, weirdly, it's it's sort of progressive that we talked about it. And also it feels like we dropped the ball. I remember senior year beach week 
we all went down to like if you graduated in Virginia, you'd go to the beaches in North Carolina for senior year beach week. And so all our friends went to like Myrtle Beach in South Carolina and like party beaches all over the place. And my friends and I ended up in Corolla which is like north in North Carolina. It's like where all the family houses are. It's very square. And it was because we were like, well, bad things happen. Like we don't want anything bad to happen. And sure enough, a girl that we were friends with got roofied down in Myrtle Beach. And so we hear about it through like the trickle. You know, we didn't have cell phones, but you hear it, you know, the trickle of information. And my girlfriend went out that night and like, hooked up with some people that we didn't know. And we stayed, we were looking for her all night. I was furious, mm. furious. And so, yeah, for this just to kind of like get glossed over and it's like, okay, well on to the next party, you know, Mm. how many parties have we done on the show? Eight episodes in. And like, there's, there's like bad stuff at every party. Yeah. Mm. And the assumption that just because Peyton has walked into his room and, you know, is looking at records that she must suddenly be interested in Mm. hooking up with him. I remember when I was, um, I remember when I was living in New York and I was 20 and hanging out with a, a group of friends, guys and girls mixed. And there was this guy who was older in the group, probably like 27, 28. And he was a big, Mm -hmm. tall guy. Um, and we were walking down the street and I, I don't know what I, I said, something kind of flirty and was like, just being, I was just, you know, being like I being, do with yeah. my girlfriends. I, I mean, I was just being flirty. Oh my God. My heart is pounding. And I'm like sweating, even talking about oh, this baby. stuff. It's so funny how it's like, and I just remember he, he grabbed me, he picked me up and shoved me against a wall and pressed his whole body up against oh, me. And he said, you better be careful talking like that. And all, none of my, all, everybody kind of just like stopped. Like, and then he like, he just held me for a minute oh, up God. against the wall. And then he set me down and then just kind of like, it was, you know, like, oh, I taught her a lesson. Ha ha. Didn't say that, but that was the attitude. And, and I just kind of like, I remember just, having to let let the emotion just drop off of me because I couldn't process it because all my friends were there and they all didn't know what to do. And it was all just so like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right. And then move on, bring up the next topic of conversation and just keep walking. Yeah. Um, but that moment has stuck with me my whole life, that feeling of like, mm-hmm. I'm not safe to just be myself because it might mm-hmm. incite violence. Trigger you know, somebody. It's, it's really mm-hmm. scary. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know any person. I don't know any woman that hasn't had that mm -hmm. moment. That's why I'm saying it, because it's so common. We all have experienced things like that. that, And guys don't. So many men don't understand that that's Mm -hmm. they think, oh, we're being naive. It's like, no, we're not. We just don't think that somebody's going to look at us that way and, and think That's of us where only I think in that the complexity way. comes in too, is that it's not us being naive. It's not us, quote unquote, putting ourselves in a dangerous situation. What the f*** is a dangerous situation? Going anyway? to the grocery store? Like, it, yeah, like it's anything. literally just us yeah. being in the world and you get, it's like getting hit. It's like getting T-boned in a car. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea that someone coming at you is, has run a red light. Because you are obeying the rules. Like, yeah, that's what's frustrating about these kinds of dynamics is um, 
the lack of understanding that it's just what we're met with for existing. Well, you know? and also the tone that this episode sets. So um, we're doing this interview. I, I had to do it today and it'll come out, uh, you know, I don't know. It'll come out a little bit after this episode airs. And mm-hmm. they asked her like, well, what things tonally did, did you have a problem with in 2003? And like, guys, there's a bunch, you know, as we yeah. watch. And so it was hard to like rattle it off in the moment. And And this episode is like, blaring because the girls start off going to shop in a lingerie store and the Mm -hmm. result is that she's sexually assaulted right Mm -hmm. and nowhere in there is the conversation like baby you did not ask for this you know Mm -hmm. it is just assumed well you dressed in cheetah print like a slut at a party you went to a college Mm -hmm. party and this is what happens you know and so just have a drink sleep it off girl You know, don't Mm -hmm. sleep it off, report it, you know, like get checked up on that shame that makes you feel like this is going to plague me forever and I'm not going to be believed. You will feel better having reported it, whether you're Mm -hmm. believed or not, you will know that you have done what you needed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's (sighs) gross. I I wish that we'd done a better job with that. We did good stuff Mm -hmm. with other things in this episode, but that was like a big... Strong episode overall, but I agree. Yeah, but you do. You see where the sort of glaring holes are. And this, I think, is part of what we've all talked about in the past, and I'm sure we will continue to, but, you know, the lack of upper-level representation in the, you know, group of producers or writers of any women. Yeah. To say, hey, you're missing something about our experience. You're yeah. you're using you're using a stereotype or a theme rather than telling the truth. And I feel really grateful, as I have in other episodes so far with our show, but that we're able to talk about this stuff and kind of unpack what worked and what didn't. Because my hope is that people who watched the show who also went, that doesn't feel right can have mm-hmm. a little bit of a of a place to come to and and you know a, a better answer or or at least feel acknowledged in in what was probably you know for some people uncomfortable to watch because they had had really similar experiences. Well, there's trigger warnings on shows now, right? Do they yep. go back and yeah. put trigger warnings on like old shows? I don't I mean, think so. I didn't see one when we started this episode. Mm, I guess not. I mean, because that. By the way, that was triggering for all of us to watch. Like I, oh, yeah. we all watched it through like our hands, just kind of yeah. like, ugh. Hated every minute of that. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. So if that was triggering for you, um, you know, so many of you guys have trusted us with your narratives and with the things that have mm-hmm. happened in your personal lives. And so mm-hmm. like aside from the show, we hope girl to girl that you feel like you have the resources and the mm-hmm. the support system to deal with it because mm-hmm. it's it's lingering it's not a let's yeah. go to school the next day situation no, no it, it should not feel time. like that yeah you should have a space where you can unpack that and i do think it's really worth you know highlighting what you said hill about the importance of reporting mm-hmm I think we've all in our own ways experienced the reality of um, not being listened to in the way we wanted to when we did report things that had happened to us. But what I will say is what it enables you to do, maybe you'll have the best outcome and hopefully 
you know, the Me Too movement and so much of the legal progress we're seeing means that people are better listened to than we were in the experiences each of us is thinking about right now that's making our chests feel tight. But the thing you can hold on to, even if you don't get the outcome you deserve, is when you have spoken your truth, when you have told people what happened, everybody knows. And they either know they showed up for you or they know they failed you. And I genuinely believe that that is part of the larger reckoning that's happening in society that's going to make systems and procedures change overall. People have to know how prevalent this stuff is. And so, you know, take your time, do it in your own way, make yeah. sure you're protecting yourself and your energy and that you feel safe and that you feel held. But if any if anybody who's with us today is questioning whether or not they should open up about something or seek recourse, I hope you feel empowered to do so because you deserve it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Oh, all right. So that's the icky <sighs> stuff, guys. Well, it's so icky. Ooh, sick, shake ew. it out. Yeah. Barf. Because there's really lovely <sighs> stuff in here. Yeah. Well, one of them is Brooke really redeems herself in this episode. Mm. Like not only a 180, it's like a, it's like an 1180. You know what I mean? (laughs) It is just pirouettes of difference from the last episode. Even the way we wake up together. (laughs) And I'm like, go, but you and Lucas were having a time. It's like they did. I feel like they did that to Brooke a lot where they were like, we really need someone to do some inappropriate. (laughs) Next episode, just pretend it didn't happen. And I was like, this feels okay. Okay. All right. I love that she shows up at Nathan's house in that corduroy blazer and buttoned up turtleneck. And, turtle yeah. and she's like, I'm Half really open. trying to change my karma. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. That was so sweet. I'm just, you know, trying to appease the gods. Hillary, I loved it. You were like, she's pagan. She's, she's pagan, guys. She's always been witchy. We knew it. Uh, but I did, I loved that. The, also sort of the permission to, you know, own up to your failures and try to make it better. Yeah. I, I loved her sending you guys on a scavenger hunt. I forgot that I was the one that did that. Yeah, that was a cute too. date. It was super cute. It was a cute date. What they call it, though? They called it a serial date? Is a that a, ter- is that a real is that? term? Wouldn't it be a progressive date? No, like I thought it was like a scavenger. I'm going to look it up. Is serial date a real thing? Because yeah, what it sounds it? dangerous. A serial well, dating. it immediately made me think of a serial killer. Which right. is like not yeah. the point of the romantic lift in the episode. No, I'm getting like Excel charts, you know, <laughs> like I'm not seeing anything. Is that I an old timey word? It's old timey. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it? it must be. What do the kids call those dates now? <laughs> kids don't date now. They just text each other. Yeah, they like Snapchat. That was so fun. I, I don't, you know, I remember... I remember filming some of that, uh, the the night walks and stuff. But again, it's hard. So much of this stuff blurs together for me mm-hmm. because we've spent so many nights outside on the streets, yeah. um, you know, filming stuff. So, um, yeah, but I, I loved watching it. I loved watching Nathan and Haley uh, really find each other for the first time and Haley standing up for herself yes. and being like, I'm not putting up with this shit. I was saying when we were watching it, I, I would not have had that confidence, especially no. when, when um, Tim and the basketball players come to the table and Nathan totally denies that they're on a date. And Ugh. I would have, I would have just been like, 
oh yeah, no, it's fine, whatever. It's I would okay. have imploded. And, yeah, exactly. Just fallen inward with shame. Yeah, but you have to act cool on the surface. Then I would have gone home and cried and felt oh. awful. And but oh. the fact that Haley was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> For a great. girl that like. Like, what do we think Haley's background is in dating? You know, like for a girl who is not practiced in dating for her to come Mm -hmm. out of the gate. So like, oh, no, no, no. These are the rules. The captain of the basketball team, right? He's like, he's like the guy. I just dropped my pen. He's the guy. (laughs) That's how much she meant it. She's like, he's he's throwing things. He's like the big superstar stud on campus. And she is like, feels awkward and feels like, you know, is he really going out with me? And this is crazy. But she's not willing to sacrifice her um, integrity and her, uh, what she believes about herself and her confidence for this guy. Oh, Mm. so, so baller. Just love her. Yeah, yeah, she's she's really fantastic this episode. When you're watching it, Joy, do you feel like you're watching yourself or do you feel like you're watching a different person? I mm. don't feel like I'm watching myself. I, really? I, I, I know that it's me. Um, and I've I sometimes there's a little like electrical current that goes between me and the screen. And I'm like, oh, I, re- I feel I remember that I was feeling. Oh awkward or, you know, and I I have a little muscle memory, but overall I don't have a lot of actual memories of being behind the scenes. I, and there's a lot of stuff I watch. I'm like, I have no recollection of being in that location. I did I don't know, saying those words, whatever. All these lamps. I just, all, all, these lamps. all these I would lamps. have said something if I recognized the lamp. Um, yeah, no, it it feels like somebody else, but I yeah. recognize the emotions mm-hmm. of uh, all the things I was feeling as a person back then. This is kind of a long winded answer, sorry, but I, I did. No, I felt but really it's insecure back then and really mm-hmm. like awkward. So mm-hmm. I think I feel it still in my what body. You, so if, do you feel like you're watching yourself or like a different animal? No, I really don't. It it feels so strange. What's really interesting is I can see. In episodes seven and eight, I can see my terror and fear about I've never really done this before. I've gone yeah. and done an episode or a scene. I, I can see that relaxing. I don't feel like I'm pushing as hard to like be good at being Brooke. Yeah. But I also like I, I just it's so odd because I. Yeah, I remember how strange and insecure I felt. And also how weird it was to feel that way inside of playing the captain of the cheerleading squad, who's this super overtly ballsy girl, you know? Mm -hmm. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. 
And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. 
Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand. In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and ah. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This Just is my it. chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love ah. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. We had some really big kisses in this episode. (gasps) I know. Like monumental, game-changing kisses. And that is the stuff when people Mm -hmm. are like, how do you weigh the good stuff and the bad stuff? I'm like, listen, we're putting the bad stuff out there because we deserve that. Um, But also it helps people to know for the future, you know, how to contact Transparent and honest. It's healing. It's informative for others. It's great. But it's fun to watch these episodes where we get to celebrate the The big good stuff stuff and the Nathan and Haley just like epic kiss in your front yard. Can you tell us about that day? God, God, so good. Yeah. Did you know that it was going to be a big deal that day when you were filming it? I knew it felt like a big deal within that storyline. Yeah. Uh, I knew that it was like a moment that we had kind of all been waiting for. I I don't know. I didn't I mean I did certainly didn't know they were going to put that Switchfoot song with it, which was <laughs> that was A Walk to Remember had just come out too, I oh think around, around that time. So there was that other that Switchfoot song. I don't know if it was in that if that same song was in um A Walk to Remember or if it was a different one of their songs, but they were a huge band at the time and so to get that song put at that moment, it was such a big deal. Um, such a big deal. Such a big deal. And and uh, I was kind of nervous. 
And because um, I hadn't had a lot of on-screen kisses. Um, um, b- uh, what? I've seen the beautiful video that was cut together on Twitter. Joy, it's my favorite thing ever. Oh, that's when right. fans well, was ju- That was just with him, though. I hadn't had a lot except other with, with Paul Anthony Stewart, my <sighs> co-star on Guiding Light. You were so sexy in all of those makeout scenes that you did with that other dude. And I remember watching it like, how old were we when that happened? I was Um, 17. But what's kind of great is like your kiss with Nathan is so different from Peyton's interaction with him, Mm, which is so fun to watch as a viewer. Like, oh, there he is. Mm -hmm. You know, you bring out the him. It was the, it was a great way for him to redeem himself after that, you know, awful moment at the table. They had this really sweet night and his, his, you know, bad, the bad part of his character kicked in and he betrayed her and denied that they were on a date and, and she left. And I love that it, that was a really vulnerable move for him. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to, like, I'm a big, tough guy. It's like, it wasn't an ego move, like, oh, I'll kiss her and then I'll win her over. It was like a genuine, what else could I possibly do? How can I let this girl know how much I like yeah. her? And he just went for it. Um, big, big deal. We all cheered. Oh, <laughs> it was so fun. It was such a great feeling. I was like, oh, I have it such was. a crush on Nathan and Haley. It's just really yeah. fun to watch. Did yeah. you have a kiss in real life like that, you guys? Did you ever have Ooh. one that you knew was like, did it, nailed Evan. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, especially sure. that age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too. You know, we were talking about this as we were watching all this, like this hero moment for Nathan and Haley and this boy kind of having to find his integrity. And then we had this kind of aha moment where we were like, wait a minute, for years. We basically were told that like Brooke and Peyton were fighting over Lucas (gasps) and you guys going back to watch it. The three of us are sitting here going, oh, I'm sorry. This boy is playing these two girls. Let's have a talk about integrity for a moment. But I didn't see it at the time, which is also such a statement about like how we tell stories to girls. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like he is flirting and being sweet Mm -hmm. and cute and opening up his feelings with mm-hmm. both of them yep. in the se- it's i was like to upset. his credit he is so good at being like the charming listener right mm-hmm. yeah and the one that tells you you're special you yeah. know those are dangerous boys the ones that can say yeah. like girl you're so special Right. And then say like 10 girl. <laughs> I mean, look, I want to, I want to make room for the fact that he's a teenage boy too. Sure. This character. Yep. And he, you know, he's also going to be confused. And who do I like? And I like this, about this girl and this about mm-hmm. that girl. And I don't know. That's reality so, I mean, too. That's, we, it yeah. is complicated. Yeah. But man, I, I just realized that again, the narrative always became like, well, these girls fighting over this boy. And it's like, actually this boy was like fully, he was mm-hmm. unclear. Showing up for both of these he women. He needed to pick a lane, guys. <laughs> yeah, pick, pick a lane. lane. <laughs> Listen, when I was in high school, so when I was in high school, senior year, my girlfriend, my like best friend and I were dating these college boys, two years older than us. Oh. Hey-o. And it's like the summer before senior year and we're feeling so cool. And the boys were also best friends. And they got together and decided they wanted to switch. So 
my boyfriend pulled what? her aside and her boyfriend was like, Hey, can I, um, can I talk to you during my lunch break at work? And she's like, go, go, you know, he's not calling me as often go talk to him. And I was like, yes, of course I'll go be your ambassador. And this son of a bitch decided to be like, I think that we made a mistake and they tried oh. to do a switcheroo. <gasps> and so I totally buy boy teenage boys being just like dumb and messy. Yep. Here's the deal. Don't date the charming boy. Date mouth. Date mouth. Yeah. Date mouth. That's- oh my God. The beginning establishment of Brooke and Mouth. Yeah. yeah. Friendship. Just, so cute. Oh. And Loved she it. is like, I I'm always so happy when we see Brooke being like an actual little baby, because we yeah. were babies. And when she sits down and like they they joke about his nickname and she's like, well, that was my, you know, my nickname at yeah. camp. And you're the waiting best one-liners for the, like, in this show. And then she goes, because I slept with my mouth open. It's like so innocent and sweet. <laughs> yeah, I she's just that. a little tadpole in that scene. Just like, <sighs> I know. And seeing our guys, our basketball guys on the court, seeing yeah. Juan and Antoine and Cullen. That was so cool to see that them. return. It was important to return that element. It's like they got away from it. We had like yeah. three party episodes in a row. We that did. Were all Weird. about the rich kids. And it was just like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But the element that Vaughn, who played Fergie, mm-hmm. and um, Cullen and Antoine brought to it, like it's just so much richer when you have mm-hmm. that duality. You know, them being insulted that Lucas has blown them off. That was important. Those are big feelings. And I I don't remember what happens in the later episodes, but I hope they really give him hell for that because he's not being a good friend. Yeah. I love that. I love the reminder that that that's where he comes from. That's where he belongs. Those are his people, you know, and they're the ones that Mm -hmm. are always there for him in spite of all the new things that are happening in his life. Like his Mm -hmm. cell phone. Like a <laughs> cell phone. You got a cell phone. So Yo, fancy. You got a cell phone. Remember when that was like a shocking thing for someone oh. to have a cell phone? How old oh, were you yeah. guys when you got your first cell phones? There was like a car phone that my parents would put in the car. Right, they had to like plug Ooh. into the at like the the lighter. But yeah. I didn't get my own personal cell phone till I'd worked at MTV for like a year and a half, two years. I used to have to call into MTV on pay phones, like in the subway yes, in New York, phones. to be like, "Do you guys need that. me to work this week?" Because um, <laughs> yeah, that was the only way I could get a hold of people. Oh, I love that. My parents were so paranoid once i got a driver's license they were like you are getting a cell phone and it will stay turned off in your purse and you will turn it on (laughs) if you are ever in a car accident for emergencies only like it was such a thing and then you know cut to a year later i'm like like t9 (laughs) texting people like one two h oh my god hitting the letters multiple times over and over and over again when did you get yours, Joy? I remember that. I was, I think I was 17, 16 or 17, probably 17 when I moved out and got my apartment. Mm. Yeah. Did you have a cell phone and not just a landline? Yeah, because I was, well, I was riding the bus into the city to work. Like I had my own apartment. I was yeah. going to my senior year of high school. Oh my and God, I was, Joy, you right, really were a Tree Hill kid. Yeah, I was living I was alone. A total adult. Like, yeah, packed up the house, got like, 
<laughs> crazy. Great. My story is so crazy. But yeah, I, I would take the bus uh, into Manhattan because I had an apartment in Hackensack, New Jersey. Um, and, uh, you know, my mom got me a cell phone and it was one of those that looked like a, you know, like a double. It was like, right. Thing, like the Zach know. Morris from Saved by the Bell uh, yeah, phone. Actually, actually <laughs> what it looked like was this thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> amazing giant recorder. Um, the Zach Morris. Yeah, no, listen, my son just watched Zoolander with their like talking on the little teeny tiny phones. <laughs> and and like Gus was like, do you still have those, mom? Do you still have them in the attic? Oh, I've yeah. got them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so I've got some boxes of old phones. Gus Morgan is here for it. Um, how do we feel about this whole Karen leaving for Florence <gasps> so Moira can have a baby situation. Yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> they said Italy it 47 times in this episode. Italy, Italy, yeah. Italy, 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 Italy. In cooking, fact, I cooking. think Chad once said, don't go to the Italy because he said, don't not go to the Italy because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think I think that's what I heard. It's funny. Who it's definitely do you overkill. think played the Italian man on the voicemail? Because that was not an Italian person. <laughs> that was not an Italian person. <laughs> there was like a grip Leave on the show. Please, yeah, you know that was back. someone on the crew who they were like do this yes. it'll be so funny wait maybe it was mike leone i was gonna say oh do you maybe it was leone i God, bet I you wish. it was because mike so for everyone listening mike leone was our wonderful script supervisor what a just lovely and delicious Love human. yeah man the best heart and he he was always tasked with you know if there were phone calls or anything in a scene where the other person obviously wasn't there he'd have to read the dialogue on the other end of the phone. He he always he had played to more do... parts on One Tree Hill than any other human. That's he right. truly did. So I would love to know if that was his voice. He's an Italian, a man that called about a cooking school. <laughs> He's calling me back. Chef Boyardee's <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> he did spend a lot of time in Italy. You know, we obviously had to get Moira out for a bit because yeah. she was literally about to have a baby. And I got to be honest. They did not do a good job of hiding no. her pregnancy No, they didn't care. It was like they all. just didn't care. Like she's standing there in a two shot with Craig at the airport. And I'm like, that woman is nine months pregnant. <laughs> You're not even bothering to shoot above her tummy. What are you doing, guys? As a woman, I'm okay with this because I have not been let go from jobs, but kind of scripted out because mm-hmm. I've been pregnant. And yeah. it's like, Ah, boys never like my husband didn't get scripted out when I got pregnant, you know, and so as a woman, I love that they were just Mm -hmm. like, she's pregnant. What do you want us to do? You know, we're going to tell a story here. Close your eyes. Everybody just yeah, suspend your (laughs) imagination for a minute. You'll be fine. Part of me. I don't know. I think like loving camera work so much. I'm just like, come on, guys, you could have you could have started steady cam shot over again. But I will say I love, to your point, I love the fact that they were like, oh, no, we'll, we'll cater to her. We will allow her yeah. to have her version of it all in this moment because it is such a strange thing that that um, so many women get kind of pushed aside or treated like they're an inconvenience when they're having families and, the, and you know, they're if yeah. they have male partners, they never do. No. Yeah. And so part of me loved that. And then there's a part of me that's like, wait a second. So we we wrote her out for a while so she could go like have her baby on her maternity leave. I sure hope she was pay or play because she deserved to, you know, have that <laughs> salary guarantee. I don't, I don't know. 
Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had uh, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a you know gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really <laughs> makes a big difference. <laughs> when you join Thrive Market, you are also 
Helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Everyone, we have news. Hi, we're doing a virtual event in September in honor of One Tree Hill yes, Day. Yes, we are. Yeah, 923. Everyone in the OTH fam knows it's our favorite day. And this event is also going to benefit one of our favorite groups. Us ladies are raising money for Kind Campaign because they do incredible work in schools to end bullying. And honestly, our Tree Hill High School needed that. <laughs> yeah, yes, ma'am. For sure. Yes, ma'am. So there is a lot of information forthcoming, but check out loopedlive.com. They have everything right there and more info will be added soon. So we can't wait to see you guys. See you on OTH Day. Well, so this this is a full circle story. So, you know, by the time I had George, I was real tender about pregnancy because I'd had so many miscarriages. And so the show I was working on was Lethal Weapon. And they were, Mm. you know, they were great. We got a body double for me um, when I was pregnant with her. But then it was Mm. like, you can't do stunts. And then traveling back and forth across the country probably isn't the best idea. So, like, why don't you sit this one out, Burton? Um, But Clayne Crawford, who was the lead on that show, was taking such good care of me. And when I Mm. worked with him... We recognized on the very first day we worked together that we had very similar training in like how Mm. you behave on set, who you talk Mm. to, who you defend, who you take care of, crew friendly. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, what have you worked on? Who do we know that's the same? And he's like, you know, Jojo, 
And I was like, oh. you better believe. So JoJo was our hairdresser on One Tree Hill. I want to know how many young actors went through the JoJo school of set Hell etiquette. Because yeah. <laughs> we realized that we had the same hairdresser in common and she had groomed us to, you know, be team players and to get mm. down and dirty and move your own cast chair and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but as we got to talking, he's like, you know, I almost did your show once. I was like, shut up. Really? Who'd you almost play? And he's like, there was this date rapist that was supposed <gasps> to attack your character. And I'm Whoa. like, what? He was supposed Whoa. to play Gabe in this episode. They flew him out to Wilmington. What? He had, what? Yes. They, they flew him out. He went through all the fittings. He did all the things. And there was something about either like hair or a goatee or like a like a thing that he needed for another job that our sh- oh our show wanted him to be totally clean shaven and i think Ugh. he had long sideburns or something they were so obsessed with hair Ugh. and they like he's sitting there in a hotel room and they're like all right well you're done and they they we're like, you have to make this decision. Either you do what we say or you're done here. And Clay's so not petty. the kind of guy that's like, okay. You know, he was like, <laughs> all right, fuck you guys, I don't care. And he went on his merry way. And so Good they brought him. in Mike Good Irwin to play Gabe, who I think is a great choice because yeah. he does come off as like um, not predatory. He's like, yeah. he looks safe. It's right? such a yeah. surprise when he turns. You don't expect it from him. And both of the boys who played like Peyton's predators on this show, um, Matt Barr and Mike, they were both like lovely behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. so, so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard when you see someone that's so lovable, you know, get vilified. Um, yeah. But I love that Clayne like finally admitted. He's like, I was supposed to tackle you. And I'm really glad <laughs> I didn't because it seemed oh, like crazy. gross. Isn't that weird? It's full yeah. circle. Yeah, man. wild. Wow. Um, it's I, but I do want to go back to the kiss between Keith and Karen. In oh, the yes, airport. yes, yes. <gasps> also, was... they did such a good job teasing us because when they start talking, and, <gasps> yes, and she says, "You know, you told me I had good instincts," and and he's and you think they're going to talk about admitting they're in love with each other, and then he says, "You go first and she says, "I'm going to Italy." I mean, we all had our you know hands yeah. over our mouths, like, "No, no, no, mm. tell her." And so then when it comes back around at the airport, my God, the payoff is delicious. I can't figure out if Karen's like fucking with him. Like, is she toying with him? Why would you think that? Because he has said, I love you. And and so she knows like, I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out, is she trying to get him to say it sober? Like, is yes. it like a, like, cause she keeps leaning oh. in, in these conversations, you know? Yes. And I'm like, girl, you know how he feels. What are you doing? Because, but think about it. Okay. Think about yeah. it. You're in a situation, the guy that you've loved for so long in so many ways, and now you are having romantic feelings for is pissed drunk and tells you that he loves you. Mm-hmm. When you wake up the next morning, are you, you're not going to bring, it's like, you're too, we're above bringing it up. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to bring this up. I not. No, I'm not going to bring that up. No. Hey, bro. He, remember that time you told me I was awesome? Is that true? No. Yeah. No. So, and he, because if, if it was just drunk, if he, if he meant it, if it was just because he was feeling it in the moment, like she deserves more than that. She deserves sure. more than an, a drunken, I love you. And so I think she was 
coaxing and hoping that it would, you know, come back out, but not, mm. it, she's just, she deserves better than having to bring Do it up Do you think herself. she's trying to get him to say like, don't go to Italy? Like stay here? Oh. Like, cause that I guess is the conversation that really threw me. Cause she, huh. I know what she's trying to tease out of him, but I don't know why then when he's like, you go first, she's like, okay, I'm going to talk to you about my ambitions. I think she was planning on talking to him about Italy the whole time. I do too. Because let's be honest, as an ambitious woman, what you want is to say, you told me something and it's what I want, but I'm not going to put my dream on hold for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go do this thing I've been dreaming about doing. And are you going to be here waiting for me when I get back? Interesting. Like, that's what she wants, right? Is is for him to to mean it long enough for her to go and and have this thing for herself as an individual. I think that's why she kisses him right before she goes. Because yeah. she's like, I'm going to give you something to think about for the next six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but you two made me laugh so hard when we watched it because you're like, she kisses him and she has to go stand in line like three steps away. <laughs> like big epic kiss and then turns around and takes like four steps and then it's like, and well, I'll just, like, I'll just be over here at the end the of the line. The line is really long security to guard. get through security. <laughs> cool, they, guys. They, the camera, you know, whatever they ended up doing because they put the camera on a track so you could tell that the way they pulled away from uh, Craig's face that they were trying to create the illusion of her walking away, looking over her shoulder <laughs> yeah. at him or whatever. So, I mean, I think they tried to fix it, but I just don't understand why they didn't just remove the extras and just have her walk. You just let her the walk game. down like, a corridor. Why, why yeah. did no one fix that? Like, and we control say, that. I'm so, Yeah, we controlled that. Why didn't anybody fix it? It was so weird. Yeah. It's Sometimes so but by the funny. way, like goodbyes at airports are that. It's just like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna put all my shoes and my like doodads <laughs> in a tub yeah. right now while you stand right there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm still here. I'm still in line. Bye. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still here. You say it thirty seven yeah. times. It's wow, like running wow. into somebody so you know at the grocery store. You, it, when you at the beginning of the trip, and then you know you pass them in later. every aisle. Yeah, ice cream, yeah. huh? Oh, love yeah. that mint chocolate chip. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday bacon, huh? There we go. Hey, what I liked in this episode that um, I started to clock in the last episode is that the interactions between the kids are starting to take on like a different weight because the adults mm. are watching. So like the whole thing with Nathan and Haley outside of the cafe, oh, even though we don't yeah. see them in that scene, it feels like more because mm-hmm. Karen and Keith just gave Haley the like, oh, wink, wink oh, inside. Yeah. Like, who you meeting out there? You know, like it, it just feels mm. like... The adults are having fun watching the kids navigate. Um, but it also, that pressure, I have felt mm. that in real life of like, oh my God, you know, yeah. I have to explain well, this gives, to my parents when I get home. It gives <laughs> what you're doing a, a, a certain air of accountability. Because you're going to get asked about it later. Yeah. I like that. And it's just so charming to see them be like, oh, you guys, oh, you're going on a date? Like, cute. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> great with Dan's son. Awesome. Yeah. I couldn't have picked better for you. <laughs> great. <laughs> this was also a great episode for music, not just the Switchfoot song, but the song at the end. Um, there, because there was, it was the first time, at least I remember as we've been watching this, really seeing music worked into the edit, that it was very specifically, you know, the, the slow-mo that, that they did with... Peyton and Brooke at the end and Lucas um, and the big kiss with Nathan and Haley. It felt Mm. very like it was the beginning of 
really mm-hmm. understanding our tone as a show yeah. being so centered around the emotion that is evoked by music. Yes. I feel like we discovered it in this episode. Yeah. Music becomes a character in this yeah. episode. That's right. And remains one through the rest of the show. It's weird to me how music became like a much bigger, because it wasn't in, you know, the pilot. Like, you know, we had cool songs, yeah. but- we all got really involved with MTV, right? And and Laguna Beach started airing mm. and you kind of started to get this really strong music influence in our genre in particular. Mm. And so, you know, Peyton pivoted entirely from being an artist to all of a sudden being obsessed with music, you know? Yeah. Joy went from being Tudor Girl to being a musician, you know? So we just, we leaned in so hard to it because we saw how successful it was and how much the fans, they like that way more than they like my coloring books, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Play another. (laughs) Oh gosh. And being in the CD store too, remember? And that that scene standing in the CD store. Like I missed Sam Goody and Tower Records. Tower Records. Oh, Did you guys have Waxy Maxi in your town? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was our, yeah, that was our Virginia thing. We had a waxy maxi. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Yeah, I remember like flirting with dudes over the racks of CDs and being like, Seeing oh, if they have oh, taste. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my biggest bully in high school, who I had such a crush on, like he was so mean to me and I loved him. Oh. He, <laughs> he owns a record store back home. And my girlfriends are like, you can't go. And I'm like, but what if he's nice to me this time? And they're yeah. like, sorry. <laughs> He will never oh. be nice to you, ever, oh ever, ever. Oh, my God. I love that yeah. so no. much. That's no, so but it funny. makes total sense that he owns a record store. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're like, that's what did it. Oh, he was I, so brutal. There was the coolest record shop in Chicago that I used to go into all the time called Suga. Suga Records. Ooh. And the guy who owns it is so lovely. And him and his wife have rescue dogs and we became like dog friends. Yeah. And then he would save great presses of records that would come in for me. Ugh. Those are good friends to have. Those are good friends to have, man. All right. Um, so we need to address the Deb of it all before we get into our superlatives, ladies. Uh, Oh yeah. Deb makes this very grand offer to Karen, Mm -hmm. which we all were like, Wow. Trying to sort out while we were watching it. You know, yeah. I think, you know, we went to from being roofied cafe. to this like big, huge, grandiose, you know, generous thing. Mm. So, yeah, we ran the gamut this episode. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Again, I think it's a bit of a device, like in the way that Brooke had to be a monster in episode mm-hmm. seven to drive the drama. I think, you know, Moira is leaving. Because she's having a baby, so Karen has to go to Italy. <laughs> yeah. But the cafe is a very central place for us as a location. And they're like, well, this would be kind of cool if Deb, you know, did her her karmic retribution. Oh, my God. It's actually hitting me in this moment. Brooke's whole thing is about fixing her karma. Ooh. And Deb, interestingly, is like paying back kind of a karmic <gasps> debt. With Karen and talks about how she didn't know about Karen then, but she knows now. And And Karen had been cheated from so much in life. She deserved this. Yeah. What a beautiful, graceful thing to do. Mm. I mean, and that is so, that is so consistent with who we've come to know and love about Deb. 
um, or mm-hmm. come to know her as and love about her, yeah. that she takes the high road and um, mm. that she leads by example and is willing to sacrifice her time and mm-hmm. in order to bridge a gap that has been uh, a huge chasm in her family and in her community as well. Yeah. It's a really incredible self-sacrificial gracious thing to do i'm i'm so impressed by her in this same and what's hitting me now is last episode she had the ultimate clapback with all the you know rude basketball moms by putting all the karen's goods out at the party and Mm -hmm. telling them that they all came from karen's cafe and yeah sort of snapping back at that judgment and now she's just gonna go and do this thing. It it really is lovely the way they're having this this unlikely friendship. And the foreshadowing, which I know wasn't planned then, but it gave me so it put me so squarely in my feelings, Joy, thinking about you and I ending this oh, series I as know. two women standing in that same window in that cafe, having built a life together. Yeah. And I, like in in that moment, looking at, at Aww, you Karen guys. and Deb, like I was like, oh my god, Brooke and Haley do that, like these Aww. unlikely friends. It's it's so yeah. God, we got some really, really good special. stuff out of it all. Yeah, it's really mm. special. Is there anything mm. in the actual Karen's Cafe space right now? Do we know? I don't know. Somebody's um, gonna find out for us. Hey, what are you guys doing? Sleuthy yeah. friends, can you tell us what's uh, what's going on in our yeah? What's in there? Let us know. What's there? We need to know. Let's spin the wheel, girls. Come spin on, it. do it. Most likely to. Oh, there's some ooh, good ooh, ones popping up. Ooh. Hold on. Ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, it was who was most likely to get lost in the woods. Yeah. And this one is who's most likely to get lost in their own neighborhood. I mean, characters. Let's think Bevin? about character. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. That's sweet, girl. Um, we need to have Bevan on because can't wait. Even yes. though she's not like talking in the episodes yet, Bevan was there for all, like every party Everything. ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bevan's there. Yeah. Bevan's character, I would say, get lost in the woods. She's yes. pretty. She's sharp. Yeah, character. Her character. Yeah. Well, character. but it's hard because they share a name. Yeah. But so yes, Bevan the character, not Bevan the person. Who of our cast would get lost in their own neighborhood? Why do I want to say James? Yeah. James have a bad sense of direction. <laughs> no, Does I mean he, he lived in that neighborhood where like all the houses looked the same. Uh, I could never make it to James's house. Uh, guys, it might be me. <laughs> you know? It might be me. Listen, there was a night when Jeff and I first started dating where he was all jazzed to get off work early and go to this restaurant. And I was like, I know where it is. I know where it is. We drove for an hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm like, it's on Wyoming Street. It's on Wyoming. And he got so it was like the first time he had to not like get frustrated with me. It was our first like <laughs> lovers. I'm not frustrated. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. he, he to this day still teases me anytime we get lost. He's like, is it on Wyoming? <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> 
in like Albuquerque. I love this detail about you. Yeah, I I mean, ah, this is why they made iPhones, right? I mean, can anybody read a map anymore? My Thomas guide is still somewhere. Oh yeah, I've got that in a box. Yeah, not not that that's a shock to anyone. I'm too busy like a keepsake in a bin. You won't Can't need a map it. to find us next week. We'll be right here. <laughs> that was a good one, oh Joy. Oh, my God. Joy, you just came in with such a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was fabulous. Look, you can always count on me for dad jokes. Oh, um, my God. We love you all. I love you, girls. And, I love you. Uh, Have a safe week. Next week. Love you so. We'll see you back for episode nine next week with arms outstretched. I wonder what happens in that one. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> that's not that Creed song, is it? No, that's with arms, with arms right wide open. open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at Drama Queens OTH or email us at Drama Queens at iHeartRadio.com. See, see you, you next time. time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. 
They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.